All right, welcome back to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, content manager at So-Called Fantasy Experts and founder of FantasySixPack.net. My co-host is AJ Applegarth. What's up, man? Hey, dude. What's going on? Not a whole lot. Just uh, watching in the O's. Fortunately, losing to Toronto. Mike yeah, White's not getting game it. on myself. Yeah, Mike Rice's not getting as beat up as I thought he would, but um, this is when he fell apart against the Red Sox last uh, last time out. So we'll see. Fifth inning. That's kind of his inning. It seems like. Yeah. So um, so yeah, tonight we've got a uh, pretty good show for you all. Um, trying out some some new things. Uh, breathe some life into the show here. Um, we are going to talk, you know, the normal news updates and that kind of jazz, uh, injuries, that kind of stuff. And then we got a guest on to talk about some waiver wire pickups. We're going to bring back AJ's rant for the second week. Seemed to, uh, seemed to be pretty good there last week and then after our our little intro here we're going to get into a a little a little game and and i'll explain it when we get to it uh that should be a lot of fun but you know something that's really bothering me right now is is these managers man that that think you know they know better than than we do here in, in fantasy land and uh you know i i'm i'm going to directly call out mike Matheny first and i just question what in the world is he doing benching colton wong for jed giarco of all people look jed giarco fine player but he's not colton wong not a guy you just gave an ex- Extension to in the off season. What are you doing? Play this guy, for Christ's sake! It's bugging the crap out of me. You know he's he sat three times last week in favor of Jed Yurko. That's just silliness. I know it's kind of a crowded infield, but uh, it's just I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Um, and then. Another manager that, that's bothering me is is Bob Melvin, uh, the Athletics owner uh, manager, and I don't know if this is more him, or if it's, or if it's, you know, Billy Bean doing his thing, but why would you sit a young, up and coming player, a speedster player, kind of like uh, it, the likes of. Billy, or um, I'm totally blanking on his name right now. Billy Burns for Coco Crisp, an aging player who is constantly injured. He's not even performing well. Like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, AJ, you got to help me out here, man. Like, I'm losing my mind. I own both of these guys in multiple leagues, and it's driving me crazy. 
How are these guys not playing every single day? Well, two Wongs don't make a, a right. So, uh, uh, I mean, if he's not playing, you know, he can't do better than what he's done when he has played. But it's it's what we're we're entering week three of the season here, so these guys are still trying to get in playing shape. I mean, I don't think that you think that's it. You well, I think that's part of it. I mean, there's some guys that go into spring training and um, you know they play like four games and they're ready to go. You know, like Ryan Braun, I feel like they talked about him in spring training, and he was just like, oh, yep, it's been three games, and, you know, he's hit a jack, and he isn't playing shape. He's good to go. And it's like, okay, great, you know, midseason form for some of these, you know, veteran guys. You know, Wong's still a younger player, so I feel like he's still getting used to it. But he's he's a better player than, uh, you know, Captain JG over there. And – Massini is going to see that at some point, you know. But my problem with it is that you have these guys that should be playing. They're not playing because they're not the hot hand at the moment. And it's not allowing them to get into the rhythm that they need to be in to be able to play every day. Maybe sit, you know, once a week, if that. So I think – I think that's definitely part of the problem. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm looking at Billy Burns here, and he, so he has a 281 average, Jacoco Crisps 167, but the on base percentage is even a wider margin 324 to 231. That's disgusting. Why is, why is, Burns sitting in favor of Coco Crisp. It makes no sense. It's a much better name. I mean, what do you what are you going with with Billy Burns? Like, okay, come on, Burns, he's a speedster uh, guy. Uh, what's that? <laughs> come on, he's a speedster guy. His last name is Burns. He's a, okay, I Perfect. I get that. All right, great correlation, but <laughs> Coco Crisp. I mean, that's one of the all-time greatest names in baseball, if you think about it. Milton Bradley. I mean, hey, am I a board game or am I a ball player? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Hey, that, that's good. Uh, that's Coco why he Chris, got playing time. That's good. Coco Chris has had his time. He's 36. Time to ride off in the sunset, buddy. It, you know, it doesn't he's matter. He's like, a year Coco- older than me, all right? So I'm not riding off into any sunsets yet. You're but, not a professional baseball you know, player. <laughs> so what? If I was, I still wouldn't be riding off into the sunset at 35, 36. You know, I'd be holding on to it just like Joey Bats. He's he's up in that 35, 36 range as well. I think he is 36 now. All right. But Coco Crisp is in another five Coco year category contract. Coco Crisp oh, no, is Coco in Christ hitting is. 35 home runs. Like, no. Like these guys. I don't even think Coco he's stealing. 35 bases over the next two years. Yeah. But Wow. He'd be lucky if he plays 35 games in the next two years. I mean, I'm not so worried about Coco Crisp because eventually he's just going to be like, oh, my hamstring hurts and I can't play. That's what he does Probably. every single year. But yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that's 
what Oakland's thinking here. Like, uh, we'll just use him until he gets hurt, and just then we'll tell Billy is his. Um, yeah, but they're not they're not doing themselves any favors by playing the veterans instead of you know the younger right, guys that like are teams, going to so be who better. Cares? Well, exactly. I mean, I don't know. I, it's week three. Calm down about it. It'll turn around, hopefully, if these managers, you know, want to keep their jobs. I mean, Messini's keeping his because he's, you know, won a World Series lately. But Melvin, eh, he's bounced around a little bit lately, I feel like. So, who knows? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it just bugs me. Like, I, you know, I draft Colton Wong thinking, all right, I've got an up-and-coming second baseman. Got Billy Burns on the cheap. Now I know why he went so cheap. I don't think anybody really expected this, but you know, got him on the cheap. He he was, you know, I thought he was good for you know twenty five, thirty stolen bases this year for me. But who knows what he's gonna do if he only plays every other day at this point? It's frustrating. It's definitely frustrating. I know it's early and I need to relax, but you know, I tell people all the time, calm down. It's early. But the one thing that I you know does get under my skin is guys not playing. Like these guys were supposed to be playing every day and they're not like, what am I supposed to do about that? You know, I I get, you know, don't overreact to guys struggling this early on, but they're struggling because they're not playing. So what am I supposed to do? Well, I drop them. Like I'm not dropping them yet, but it's so tempting. It's so tempting. Burn. I would say you, I would say you could drop both of them, actually. I mean, I, I've seen Wong dropped in a couple of my other leagues already. I think it's dumb, but... I'm not, I'm not dropping time, Wong. Nobody's picked him Probably up. Probably not dropping so. Burns yet. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I just think... I think uh, you got to find someone that's going to produce for you. And if you have the empty bench spaces that you can use them for these guys, great, but... Not everybody has that luxury. So if you don't have that luxury and you want to roll the dice, then I think it's I think it's not a bad idea. Let maybe let this week play out and see how all these guys do. You know, if they get back into the good graces of their managers or you know, these other guys ahead of them get hurt or whatever. Um you know. I think it's worth holding on to them still, but I, I'm not necessarily against dropping them if you don't have the space and you're getting crushed in your matchups. I mean, luckily I'm not so far, although I think I've had a little bit of luck um, in the first two matchups. But we'll, uh, I got a decent team. I just, you know, I need these guys to start producing to make sure I keep up with the other big boys in the league. Anyway, that being said, um, so speaking of staying patient, our game tonight that I want to play with you, it's going to be a little <laughs> bit of a of a dating game type thing. So the idea for the for all you listeners is I'm going to go through and name stats, maybe throw out a couple little facts for the guy, not not give anything away, hopefully, and. AJ is going to say whether or not he's going to dump the player, meaning drop them, or give them another chance. So let's go right ahead. 
We're going to cue the music. And uh, I'm going to turn it down a little bit. I just want to make sure everybody can hear it. So, are you ready, AJ? Uh, yeah, let's get this uh, let's get this party started. <laughs> All right. So, I currently have a 109 average. I've hit one RBI, seven runs, and one stolen base. I am previously an all-star, and I've had multiple seasons of 20 home runs and even 25 home runs with about the same number of stolen bases. Do you currently, with those stats, drop me or give me a second chance? Mm. I, I mean, I like, I like what you've done in the past. But it sounds like you know maybe you turned a leaf and uh, you're not as uh, not as good as you once was, uh, once were. I know I'm being funny with that. Um, <laughs> I I'm dropping you. I mean I, I I'm I'm pretending you're a bad habit right now and and I'm trying to get rid of you and, and maybe get get to my local methadone clinic or something. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I might I might dabble and and decide that you're maybe worth another one night stand for you know a random uh, Friday or Saturday. <laughs> okay, this is no longer a family show. But uh, <laughs> I, yeah, with those stats right now, I mean, that's that's horrible, horrible stats. You know, hopefully somebody like that is, is like I said, maybe in that that season funk or preseason funk or early season funk. Um, still trying to figure out what they're doing from spring training, but yeah, that's that's garbage. Get off my team. Get out of my house. All right. So I'm not, you I'm not calling have, you tomorrow. You have officially dropped Ian Desmond, who Boom. Funny. You dropped in our league just the other day. So you may have recognized his stats <laughs> nice. a little bit. Maybe that's why you did it. So uh yeah, so Ian Desmond. I, I knew he had a bad average, but uh, I I didn't know it was that bad. Um, yes, it, that's, it's pretty awful. Yeah, that's that's terrible. All right, so the next contestant up. I currently have a 128 average, three runs, two RBI, five runs, or five. Well, I don't know what I just did. No, sorry. I, three runs, five runs. Three runs, four, three runs, two RBI, no home runs. I have a, I am a five-time All-Star, and I play on a pretty powerful offensive team. Who, or do you drop me or keep me around? No home runs yet? What's, Take that what's back. The average he's, one, one twenty average. Take that back. He's got he's got two home runs. I just looked. Oh, he's got two home runs. Okay. These are as of uh, yesterday because I prepared for this yesterday. So I don't know if anything's changed, but wow, that's that's pretty terrible too. Um, <laughs> I'm making this easy on you. 
<laughs> not every. I will say this: not every single one of these players is going to be a star at some point in their career. Some of yeah. these guys are going to be mixed bag. So take it, take it for what it's worth. And who knows how old this player is? I'm not going to tell you that. But he was a five-time All-Star at some point in his career. Five-time All-Star, powerful lineup. Three runs is scary. The two homers is still kind of, um, you know, at least they're they're. There's a little foreplay involved. There's some some hope there that there might be something more to come. Um, I I'm probably going to give this guy a second chance. Um, I mean, five time All Stars is, is pretty solid. I mean. It, to me, that that just screams consistency throughout his career. Um, you know, uh, assuming that he's been healthy throughout his career, if he's a five-time All-Star. But again, I don't know how old this person is. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang around and and you know see uh, see what base I can get to. So it's funny you bring up health because that was going to be something else I was gonna say, but I thought I'd give it away. This guy is perpetually injured in his career, even though he is a complete monster when he's healthy. Um, Troy Tulowitzki. Ha <laughs> Knew it. Um, so, I'm searching for these guys. That's your reason Oh, don't look but. it up, cheater. Jeez. That's so fun. No, I, I... I need to, like, hack into I your computer know, or something. I didn't know Shut if it was him or not. I don't know. Well, because your average, what did you say it was for average? It was 128 yesterday, although I noticed it's gone uh, up. That's why, yeah, it's 140. It's gone now. up. So that's what threw yeah. me off. I was like, eh, I don't think I must great. have done this. When did I, I did it yesterday, so that Boston game yesterday already counted. So I don't know. Yeah, that was already through. Well, it might not have updated through I don't yesterday. Know. But anyway, I mean, he, yeah, well, one four. No, I like six RBI. But anyway, I like both of these guys. Um, but Desmond right now is just not playing up to where I had him being right now. And you know, hopefully he turns it around. But Pulowitzki, he's not a guy I'm dropping. Obviously, I mean. No, Just the point of this, name. though, is to give you the numbers without the names. Oh, yeah. You're not supposed yeah, to look exactly. them up before you answer. And no, then... I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to see if I could narrow some guys down. No, but... you're not supposed to know. You're just supposed to give the answer by the numbers. Uh, all right. Well, by those numbers, I still like, before I know it's a little two homers, like I said, shows that there is some hope there. Um, and, and you said a powerful lineup, so yeah, some, somewhere along the lines, a guy like that is gonna gonna put it together. Like I was thinking, Kendry Morales at first, but that, his average is probably better than that. But um, maybe not. <laughs> He's he hasn't started off very good right now. But no, oh well, okay. Then either way, He's at two twenty seven, so it's not much better. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Better, but not much better. All right. Well, All right. Let's go with the so, next one. I will not, wanna, I will not look up. Do you want to switch over anything. to a couple pitchers that I've got, or do you want to stay on the hitters? Let's do one more hitter, and then we'll switch the pitchers. All right. 
So I'll, I'll give you. I won't look anything up. All right. So I have one home run, one run, three RBI, and a 114 average. I had double digit oh. steals and home runs last season. I may not have the pedigree of a superstar, but a lot of people think I can take the next step forward this season. Do you drop me, dump me, or give me a second chance? Uh, that's a terrible average. <laughs> and double, double digit home runs and steals could be 10 and 10. Um, which leads me to think, based on the description, that it was a lower double-digit thing. Uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and and probably give this guy a chance. It's, it's, he's got the hype behind it, and, you know, he's got the potential of the past. He doesn't have the all-star you know, pedigree, at least you haven't mentioned it, so I'm guessing he's a much younger player. Um, he is fairly young. He's 26. It's yeah, I was that. Uh, that he I'm, hasn't I'm, been a full-time player. Like, not he 100% been a full-time, full-time player. He hasn't been. Is he a full-time player this year? Am I allowed he to is. ask questions like that? He is. He is. He is. I, yeah, then I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to him for now. Okay, you yeah, will be hanging may... on to Brad Miller of the Tampa Bay Rays. Nice. I like Brad and Miller. Who I, I drop in our league. So if you want him, you yeah, can have him. I saw that. <laughs> um, I do like Miller. I like I like uh, you know I kept an eye on him when he was over in Seattle, and and he was playing pretty well over there as that not everyday player. He's on a pretty bad team, though. So he is. That that does hurt. Um, I. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll hold on to him for for another week or so. Was he Seattle? He, I don't remember that. He he was. Oh, he yeah. was Seattle. Yeah, you're right. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to some pitchers here. We need to get through a couple of these a little faster because we've got our guests coming on around 9 o'clock. All right. First guy here. Now, I'll preface this and say that all three of these guys are going to be... Well, never mind. I'll just, I'll just wait. So, the first guy has a 6.75 ERA, a 1.56 whip, and he's 0 for 2 to start the year. Uh for some reason, did not write down his strikeouts, so let me look it up. He has pitched 17 innings, and he has 15 strikeouts on the season. Um, He has won a Cy Young in the past, and he's moved to his first hitter's ballpark in his career to to call home. Do you dump me? Or hold on, or give me a second chance. And our music ended in totally. Yeah. Oh yeah, I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> I was gonna two, happen. Minutes. two minutes left, real quick. Yes, it did. Um, wow, that's 
667 ERA. Six. What did I say? Six seventy-five. Six seventy-five. All right. I mean, only... None of the guys have good ERAs. I'm giving. <laughs> yeah. Um, Clearly. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to let him go. I, I mean, I like. Well, I like the hitters park. Or I'm sorry, you said pitchers park, right? No, he's moved to a hitter's park this year for the oh, first time. Oh, he's moved to a hit. Yeah, he's gone. He's he's out. He's out of my bedroom. Sorry. You will have just dropped Zach Grinky. Oh. Yeah. Horrible. That would probably be a mistake. <laughs> yeah. So, that is I, less I, than number one while you don't just listen to the numbers, folks. That is why I'm doing this. So, there you go. Yeah, well, see, that's pretty bad. Thinking, and, and I'm hoping that this guy's not on your list, but I was thinking it was James Shields with the uh, – He's not on my list. I was thinking he's so. – All right. I was thinking he's – I knew he's been bad, and I think he's 0-2, maybe 0-3 now. Um, but that's where the, the hitter's – or pitcher's park is what threw me off. But I don't I, I was like, no, he's never won Cy Young though, so right. that's what was screwing me up. Okay. Well next, yeah. Sorry, Granky, you're out. I didn't like <laughs> you to begin with the going into this year, so Alright. Uh, Another ex Cy Young winner. Hmm. In three starts this season, sixteen point one innings pitched. 7.16 ERA, 1.59 whip, and 15 strikeouts. I don't know his record, but six probably not good. innings pitched and 15 strikeouts? Yes. So the strikeout rate is still pretty good. Oh, yeah, and Cranky's strikeout rate is still good, too. Um, decent. He is 1-1. One and one. And he's, one he's one. been on the same oh. team for quite a while. So he has not moved anywhere. I'll I'll give him a second chance. I'll keep him. I mean, it's tough That's to drop Cy Young guys, but I, <laughs> I like the crazy. K numbers. <laughs> well, I didn't know that who it was. I know, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> but his his ERA is even worse though. Fuck. It is. Sorry. Um, All right. So you will have yeah, dropped. drop him. Or no, you said you were going to keep him or, or drop him? Oh, no, no, sorry. Yeah, keep him. You will keep Justin Verlander. Okay. All right. I like yeah, that. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, I probably wouldn't drop him either at this point, but just I, saying. I did like him coming into this year. You know, not, you know, love him, but he, he's still a good pitcher, and he's got a solid, solid team behind him. You know, so I'm I'm good with that. All right. Call me Kato. So the the uh, the last pitcher on the list, and then I got two quick hitters for you. I'm going to put them together, and you'll know why okay. as soon as I name them. So the the last pitcher, 14.2 innings pitch, 15 K, 6.75 ERA, 1.91 WHIP, and I I too was a Cy Young winner. Sure, that's not cranky again. <laughs> it is not. My whip is wow. far worse. <laughs> oh, one nine two. All right. Uh, yes. 
So the strikeout rate is up there with Verlander. Strikeout rate is is solid. The best of all. Wow, man. Former another fine damn. Uh I don't know, I I I douched Granky, so I'll kick this guy the curb too. Like, you will have dropped R. A. Dickey. Nice. He's barely owned in any leagues, but he I just figured I'd throw him in. Yeah, with the Mets. Really? Didn't he win that year? I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, good. I'm, I'm fine pitching him. He had to have won I that would... year. I swear he won that. Cy- yeah, Cy Young Award season. 2012. Yeah, when he was like disgustingly good. He came out of nowhere. No one had even like barely heard of this guy. Um, yeah, uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm right here. Got it. No. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. So the last two, the last two hitters, they play for the same team. Okay. One has a 172. They're both fairly. They're both top prospects in the game. They both have starting Ooh. positions on the team. They're not, you know, they weren't. They didn't like get just get called up or anything like that. They both played yeah. last year. 172 average, three runs, two RBI, and two stolen bases for the first guy. 190 average, four runs, one home run, and three RBI for the second guy. Do you dump or give him a second chance? I mean, they're still prospects, so... I mean, are they technically considered prospects at this point if they played last year? Were they both rookies last year? They both were rookies last year. One is considered a prospect still. The other is probably not. He may have played enough games to not be prospect eligible anymore. I'm not sure, actually. All right, guy one. Read me the stats again. Guy one. 172. Three runs, two RBI, and two stolen bases. Okay. Guy two, 190, four runs, one home run, three RBI. Oh, averages are just abysmal. <laughs> yes, they are. Come uh, But, I mean, there's, there's still, like, production with such a crappy average. So, you know, I like two stolen bases within, you know, basically one a week. It's not great, but it's better than nothing. Uh, I'll give him a second chance. Right. You will have given Byron Buxton and Miguel Sano a second chance. Ah, I See, I was thinking Minnesota, but I was trying to think of who the second guy was. I figured it might be Buxton. Yeah. Um, And then Sano I forgot about, which is you know, kind of bad because I had him last year and, and he was killing it for me. Yeah, I'm definitely giving him a chance, though. So. All right. Well, that is our game. And uh, I don't know. We'll have to maybe tweak that a little bit, but I think it was pretty fun. So, something different. No, I, I think it's good. I think we should definitely do that a couple times throughout the season. Yeah, we can definitely do some different once, spins on it, too. Once so. a month or something. Alrighty. So, next up we will bring our guest on um he is a writer a, a newer writer for so-called fantasy experts 
Uh, he does the closer chart, and he also does – it's kind of a, a mixed bag article every Friday. They're very, very uh, good topics, actually. So um, we welcome on Rob – and I'm sorry, man. I'm probably going to murder your last name, but don't worry. You won't be the first. Uh, Rob <laughs> Moxio? Mocio? Mocio, you're close. You're Mocio, close, I was close. All right, so <laughs> what's going on, man? Welcome to the show. Thank you. I, I appreciate you having me on, man. Really excited. Thank you. Yeah, so we wanted to uh, we wanted to bring you on and and talk some some waiver wire pickups. And yes. Um. So we'll, we'll just get right into it, man. So give me uh give me a couple give me a couple hitters here that that you are recommending for for our listeners to pick up this week. All right, cool deal. I uh, I've been doing some homework, uh, looking at some guys over the weekend. Things got interesting. I found uh, a guy that I've always been kind of intrigued with is a uh, third baseman in Arizona, uh, Jake Lamb. Uh, currently, is owned in twelve uh, percent of Yahoo leagues. Um, right now, you know, early in the season, sitting on a two ninety two average, two home runs, and a stolen base. Uh, I tend to saliv- sal- uh, salivate for guys, you know, with, with the power and the stick uh, and, and the speed. Um, what was interesting about him is yesterday he was hitting in the two-hole uh, right in front of Goldie. Uh, if he continues to hit there, uh, definitely, you know, be able to see an increase in uh, at-bats, um, you know, and everybody's afraid of Goldie, so they're going to they're gonna show Lamb some good pitches. And, you know, he, he does have uh, – a good bit of uh, pop in his bat he's shown in the minors. Um, with that, manager Chappelle, you know, he likes to run. So, you know, it could be intriguing, though he didn't run too much in the minors, you know, it's a possibility of seeing 10-plus 10 st- 10 stolen bases out of him. Um, and he was in the minors in his four years. He was a career 321 hitter. So, you know, he, he does tend to hit, and, and hitting in Chase Field, um, you know, doubles, triples could eventually, you know, turn into home runs. Um, you know, he started out hot last year, uh, doing it the exact same thing right now. It will be interesting to see if he does do it for an entire season. Um, but I do feel, you know, you could definitely give Jake Lamb a good look there on the uh, on the waiver wire. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Jake Lamb. I was looking at him in drafts this year, so, but just didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, I mean, him only being owned in 12%. I mean, third base is pretty deep, but, you know, for a util or even a bench player, you know, if he does break out, you know, he definitely would be a good uh, good guy to own. Again, especially hitting in, in that two-hole. That, that's definitely intriguing. Um, my second my second bat, uh, not too proud of. I'm, I've never been a big fan of this guy, but uh, – He's off to a hot start, and that's going to be Melvin Upton Jr. with the Padres, formerly known as, as B.J. Uh, Upton, Bossman Jr. He's 12% owned right now. Um, right now sitting on a 289, two home runs, three stolen bases, you know, playing for a, a putrid Padres team at the moment. Um you know, he's only – I was kind of looking him up a little bit, you know, because I remember he was always pretty good in Tampa. Uh, he's four years removed from a 28 home run, 31 stolen base season. 
which was his last year in Tampa Bay before he signed with the uh, with the Braves. Uh, I find it intriguing. A lot of guys, you, you know, it's so cliche, but you'll hear it. They go to a new team, and then all of a sudden, you know, their career is is resurrected from the dead because it's it's a change of uh, change of scenery. You know, you I hear that all the time. I always kind of find it funny. Uh, did something quick in San Diego. Uh, as of right now, it looks okay. Um, again, having the home run and stolen base is always such, you know, especially in Roto, you know, it's such a um, valuable piece to have. Uh, he's now batting cleanup. Uh, again, pretty interesting um, whether or not that offense is going to start clicking or not. Um, you know, up to the <laughs> up to the Padres to see whether or not that will. As of right now, no, not looking so good. But um, that was my uh, my second bet I had seen. Again, only being owned in twelve percent. Um, Melvin Upton Jr. You know, kind of somebody just to look at. You know, we kind of play this dance every every year. It seems like with him. Um, but you know, three week going about three weeks in now, two home runs, three stolen bases. You know, I can't dispute that right now. Yeah, no, no, definitely. That's uh, that's that's a guy that I actually just picked up in my my dynasty league. So that's a that's a good one. I I, I like him. Granted, those are huge rosters, but um, mm-hmm. I mean he's he's producing, so you can't go wrong. You just I'd have a quick trigger finger with him to drop him. That's that's for sure. He's definitely showing sure. that he isn't isn't gonna be able to hold up to do this. So, <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. So the so yeah those are those are two two good hitters. You got any any pitchers we should be looking at? Yes, uh, I got two. One of them actually pitching right now, but I'll, I'll go for the one. Um, Jay Happ with Toronto, uh, owned in twenty seven percent, so just below thirty percent with the Blue Jays. What it is that that Ray Searage does there in Pittsburgh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's some mystical power this guy's got. A very interesting stat I saw this morning. Um, since um, meeting Ray Searage in, in Pittsburgh when he pitched with them last year, Hap has a 1.86 ERA, 81 strikeouts in 82 and a third innings. That's dating back to last July. Prior to that, he had a 4.75 ERA, a 1.43 whip, and that's in between the years of 2011 and 2014. You know, Ray Searage, he's resurrected plenty of guys in Pittsburgh. Uh, it looks like he's done it with Jay Happ. Everybody's kind of scratching their head why Toronto threw the money at Jay Happ the way they did in the offseason. But, you know, early on, it looks like it's paying off. 19 innings pitch. He's got 12 Ks, a 1.89 ERA, and a 1.21 whip. So, you know, once the Blue Jays' sticks start going, you know, I that team is just full of offense. I, I feel like, you know, he could look at a potential 10-plus wins if he, he if he is able to hold this up, of course. You know, he is pitching uh, against Boston, New York, on the regular, even Baltimore, all small stadiums, as well as Toronto. Um, but his um, his two wins are already against Boston and New York, and I believe those were both. Uh, he gave up zero earned runs in both of those outings. Um so, again, you know, Jay Haft, it definitely could be a speculative ad there, only being only 27% of leagues, again, that's going to be in Yahoo. Yeah, Haft's a guy I've obviously followed for a little while, being, you know, former Philly, so mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed watching him there when he 
was healthy in pitching for us. He was never really took it to that next level, but he did have flashes. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I think he's off to a great start this year. It's a tough division yeah. for sure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, thankfully for him, he plays against probably the you know, arguably the best, the most powerful lineup you know, between them and Baltimore, I feel like, mm-hmm. are the two heavier hitters. But, um, yeah, I definitely like half. I'm surprised he's he's not owned more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I'm a diehard uh, diehard Phillies fan myself. So you know it, it was always kind of intriguing. You know he was always pretty good, you know, with the Phillies, and then kind of went off, became a starter because I believe he I, he was our closer at one point, and then um, kind of toiled around and went to Pittsburgh, and then you know again just Ray Searage just works something on him. I'm not sure what he does, but <laughs> he does good things. So. Um, and lastly, the guy I'm looking at uh, who's actually pitching today is Adam Conley for the Miami Marlins, um, currently sitting on 24% ownerage. I, I believe this will go up after tonight, uh, going toe-to-toe with Steven, uh, Steven Strasburg uh, in, in Washington. Um, had his first outing, you know, you can kind of give it as a wash. He got, he got blown away in one inning by, by Washington. But, you know, being a rookie, you got to give these guys a, at least a second chance. I thought he got dropped pretty quick. Um, but uh, ever since that, he was uh, lights out against the Mets, six innings, nine strikeouts with a zero ERA. Uh, it was doing great until uh, actually right before I got on to you um, to talk to you guys. Uh, but he's looking at right now a 6.2 innings pitched, eight strikeouts, two earns with one walk. Um, he's a lefty. Uh, you know, those are always uh, very valuable pitchers. He's sitting on a 93-mile-per-hour fastball, 86-mile-per-hour slider, and an 84-mile-per-hour changeup. Um, so I really, you know, same thing kind of with Toronto. I feel like Miami, once they get the pieces right, I feel like their offense could start clicking and, and start doing some damage. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Yelich is off to a great start so far. Yeah. You know, Stanton yeah. is, is Stanton. He's, he's going to yeah. be there and as long as he stays on the field for you. You know, sure. he's going to be a, a powerhouse behind there. And then D. Gordon's always, you know, circling mm-hmm. the base pass as it is. So, you know, Conley mm-hmm. was a guy I liked coming into the season too. Um, I kind of mm-hmm. turned Joe on to him, I think, a little bit. Uh, I think you grabbed him in one of our leagues, right? Yes, I did. Somebody dropped him, and I yeah. snagged him. I need yeah, another pitcher I... to make up for Syndergaard, or not Syndergaard, for uh, for Degrom missing, and I snagged snagged Conley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Worked out pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, yeah I, I was kind of I was kind of worried about tonight's start with him going against Strasburg, but yeah, I don't I don't really look too much at that first start. I think he was even rained out too, so that's why he didn't even get the pitch. Um, much longer into the game, but yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. rain delay, and he sat down and didn't come back in. And just got smoked. Yeah. in the first inning. Yeah. And what are you gonna do? Nerves. Yeah. You know, no, I mean, easily what it is. Looks like Washington just blew that one open. Harper with a grand slam, six to zero, right oh. now against Miami. <laughs> so whoever's got Harper, you know, enjoy that all season long. Gosh, guy's a I, monster. Yeah, he's ridiculous. But, but uh, yeah, that's, oh, that's, uh, that's everything I got, I got there for you guys. Go against Connolly. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> did they did they go against them? Four of them, dude. Yeah. So I guess what it's six nothing now, Washington. But 
So four of the runs went against Conley. I guess he allowed the two solo home runs and then allowed another couple base runners, and then they pulled him. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. bullpen did him no favors. <laughs> right, but, yeah, Miami. It's going to be a long season. If they're any yeah, NLE yeah. team not, not named the Washington Nationals, I feel like, this year. Yeah, it doesn't matter. My my ERA in the league I own him in is already is already uh, ruined, thanks to uh, <laughs> thanks to Carlos Rodon. Yes, I did. Yeah. I had him last session. I was like, oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a pretty phenomenal start to the week. So I'm just kissing ERA yeah. and whip goodbye. So. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh well. I mean, yep. well, uh, appreciate you coming on, and uh, yeah. we'll have to we'll have to do it again. Um, yes, for sure. Anytime, do you have, a, do you have a, a Twitter account or anything that you want to let anybody know about? Um, I, no, not really. I, I never really, really get on uh, Twitter or anything. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, you know, check out my articles, uh, so-called fantasy experts, loving it so far this year. And, uh, Joe, you've been a big help, and I appreciate everything, guys. All right, man. Have a good night. Thank you. All right, yeah, guys. Thanks Take care, Thank you. All right, yeah. So that was Rob giving some waiver wire pickups for the week. You know, I definitely agree with 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 all of those guys. Um, they're 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 all guys that I, I've been eyeing up. So, um, just a quick run through the the top news. If you have not heard, not going to give a whole, not going to go into a whole lot here. But uh, DeGrom, I did mention him. He's going to be returning this Sunday, actually, against the Braves. So that's a pretty good start for him to kind of warm back in, into things. Um, Socrates Brito is sent back down to the minors. So I've, I find it hard to believe that they're not going to pull him back up with Chris Young manning center field right now. But I guess they're trying to send him down and just kind of get him some more seasoning. Um Glenn Perkins, we talked about him, I believe we talked about him last week, but he's got a shoulder injury. When it was first announced, it was supposed to be, um, you know, out indefinitely. So absolutely grab Jepson. But, and then like later on in the week, they were talking that he was going to be back in the minimum amount of time. I didn't really believe that. And, I'm glad I didn't because now they're talking he's going to have to just get shut down, rest and rehab the shoulder. Perkins is going to be out for a while. So I think, I think AJ, you called this one early on in, when we did our relief pitcher yeah. uh, preview, you, you just kind of said like, no, nah, the guy's, the guy's done. He's injury prone. I'm done with him. And, you know, I just kind of chalked it up to bad luck last year and I thought he'd be good again, but so give you credit there. Uh, another yeah. Twin meanwhile, is... I still ended up drafting him in in our. <laughs> yeah, you did. I noticed that. <laughs> so I was like, ah, why not? Figured I'd take a flyer on him, and then he. I don't even. Did he make it even into like one or two games, and then injured himself? He made it one, blew the save, and then that's that's it. Ugh. And I yeah. happily picked up Jetson in his place for you, so you're welcome. Yeah, that's fine. I got enough relief pitches in that league. I'm okay. Yeah. I'll just hang on to him until Boxberger comes back and then slide him in. I'll take Boxberger over Jepsen any day. Um, So, and then the the last bit of news I've got is Trevor Plouffe hit the DL. 
an intercoastal injury. That could honestly linger for a while. So uh, I know they called up some prospect. I'm totally blanking on the name right now, but he um, he's not going to really do much of anything. If any, if anything, this is going to possibly make Miguel Sano play third base again and get his eligibility back for next season, which is huge for him. Because if he was going to be strictly outfield, it, his value was going to be crushed. Um, yeah, that's definitely big for him to get that eligibility. I mean, he's got to play a lot of games, what, what is it, at least 10 and to get it to begin with, and then I think another 10 to carry it into the next year. Yeah, mo- most sites is depending 20 on the, depending the previous on the season. Okay. Yeah, mo- most sites is 20 from the previous season. So, I mean, I think it's possible, but um, – well, yeah, I mean, I already talked about it earlier that I'm I'm holding on to him and giving him a second chance. That that definitely would solidify <laughs> it a little bit more. Yep, absolutely. So we are going to let you give your rant, and um, we are going to introduce here another another host for the next fifteen ten fifteen minutes. His name is Dick Bixby. Cannot believe you're making me do this. And uh <laughs> I, I'm not making you do it. I was gonna do it. <laughs> oh, oh, you're gonna say this. Okay, I thought you were gonna make me introduce you because this is the most ridiculous thing ever. All right, go ahead and go ahead and you, you, you pull the trigger on this. All right. So uh, I'd like to go ahead and, and introduce the, the segment. Uh well, welcome back to the, the soap soapbox rant minute with Dick Bixby. Uh, he's the alter ego, uh angry self centered guy that uh, hates everything and is willing to talk about it that way. Uh, things he, he, he definitely hates is when uh, he doesn't get to introduce himself uh, for his own segment. <laughs> he didn't right say there. that. <laughs> Read the notes, dude. Read the notes. So, so I'll go ahead. ahead and introduce the segment. As, oh, whatever. All right, fine. Uh, you write too much. Dick. Dick Bixby also doesn't uh, doesn't stand for intolerance and uh, literacy. Um, so, you know, get get yourself back to uh, some, you don't stand for grammar literacy? school. <laughs> yeah, you mean illiteracy? Internet, Internet University. Okay. All right. So, continue on. All right. Well, the rant the rant for this week uh, sparked the uh, the controversy going on in our league right now, the number of pickups per week. Um, according to your records, which I disagree with, the uh, I, I apparently agreed to a five pickup per week limit. And, yeah, I guess if there was only five days in a week, then, then five pickups would work. But I think it should be evened out to seven pickups per week. Yes, there is more room for people to go and stream pitchers, um, but with the rate that these people get injured um, and the amount of roster spaces that you have for active players versus bench spots, I feel it is much more beneficial to have a couple extra pickups in a week. And, and I don't think that it makes makes it that much you know, more of a, of a, I don't know. 
much more of a benefit for, for the teams that take advantage of the extra pickups. Um, I mean, if you don't want to take advantage of them, you don't have to. If you think you're the best manager in the world and your team is the greatest team in the world with what you drafted and you don't have anybody that ever gets injured, good for you. That's fantastic. Um, but injuries happen. Yes, they happen to everybody. Somewhere along the line, somebody else is going to get, you know, boned out of these extra pickups that they, they wish they had too. But that's why I think it's just better to set it up, have it one per day, you know, even if you have six. I mean, six still I think is is not enough, but, you know, we have the limits set, and, and I feel like most leagues have a pitching game start limit. You know, if not, institute that. If you're worried about people just going out and picking up pitchers every day to stream pitchers to win the categories for pitching, okay, let them do it. They're going to get burned. They're going to pick up a, a, a Tom Kohler, and he's going to come out and give up, you know, 16 runs in, in two-thirds of an inning someday, and they're going to wish they hadn't streamed that pitcher. So, you know, they'll learn quick with that. But, you know, I just think five is, is too few to go with. You know, I know you're going to disagree, and there's there's other people in the league that, that want to disagree about it too, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And, and if you have that many roster spots, you need to counteract it with making more pickups available. Rant over. Secrets <laughs> out. Do not say secrets out. <laughs> not on this show. Um, <laughs> Sorry. We do, we do, need to do a mic out. drop sound, though. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be yeah. pretty good. Um, I, don't, I mean, look, I don't necessarily disagree with you i just we instituted so a little history since you called my ass out a little history in the league was we we had the 11 game start limit but of course like espn and yahoo and all these leagues do these sites they let you go over that limit if you are under the day that you, uh, you know, eventually go over. So, like, if on Sunday I've got 10 pitchers that have started, but I can pile up five pitchers for that last day, then I'm going to then I'm gonna end with 15 starts. So to kind of counter that, I think everybody sort of agreed that it was pretty stupid to be able to let that happen, and it – basically made the five pickups a week. Like that's how we first countered it was not only letting five picks up thick, five pickups a week, um, thinking that that would stop it. Well, all people did was stockpile pitchers for the weekend and just go over the limit. So we then put into place a self-policed limit of 11. And if you went over 11, none of your pitching start, counted that day your relief pitching would but none of your start none of your starters would and i would you know i don't go through and check it every week because i don't care enough i mean i do but i'm not going to like spend my weekends doing that every single night so if you notice your opponent goes over then you have to tell me and i'm going to be able to go in and fix it um so yeah i mean that said with that limit in place you know maybe we can do seven 
at the same time, though, like to complain about it mid mid season, and I get it; it's not really mid season; it's the beginning of the season. It's only two weeks in. Um, it's just it's kind of ridiculous to me. Like, there's you knew that that was the rule going in, and if you didn't draft your team well enough, and you're not able to manage your team with the five pickups like everybody else is doing, then to get on the message board and like bash the rule and and sense me at the same time is kind of you know kind of ridiculous um Dix Bixby so, does not care all right he does what he wants clearly he not what he wants <laughs> um it's not it's not that i'm trying to bash you personally or the rule personally it's just in my mind we have the safeguard against the streaming People in this league don't really seem to stream, anyways. I mean, no, they don't. You're, now. you're going well, after they, they. They do and they don't. But there's a lot of pitching owned in this league this year, so there's there's not a whole lot out there. People are picking up pretty garbage pitchers when they well, do. Well, that's what I mean. I've just been it's letting be, people do it because of the turn of. Like, you did know, you just pick up Chad Dennis? <laughs> what the that? hell I are you did. doing? Oh my goodness. I'm just streaming pitchers, you know, living my life. Pick up a, but, uh, pick up a Colorado pitcher. He's had a he's good saying, start to the season. He's decent. pitching against Cincinnati, and it's in Cincinnati, which isn't much better than Colorado, but I feel like it's still better than Colorado. Yeah, maybe. Um, anyway. But anyway, that's, that's so, yeah, that was my So I, I think that with the – the the growth of how the the major league game itself has gone to so much of a pitching heavy league and that pitching is so dominant these days, that's why you're seeing more pitchers owned and less pitchers on the waiver wire to even want to think about streaming. Eleven is still kind of a I don't think it's a high number. But I, I think it's, it's like a, a perfect number because it's it's right there where you know the the amount of roster space we have for pitching is as long as you have enough release pitchers, three or four guys that you know are good that could get you your saves and holds and whatever you're looking for and help your ERA and whip, you know you can load up on those pitchers, but then we only have five bench spots. So, I mean, to me, with with as big as the roster is and adding in that extra position that we added this year, that's the other thing we didn't really think about. And I get the whole don't change it in the middle of the season nonsense talk, but it's two weeks in. Yes, it, it, I can honestly say I would have made both weeks two more pickups easily. And I'm sure there's other people that would have too. Would it have swayed the matchup one way or another? No one knows. You can't say yes or no. Um, it depends on who you pick up. So either way, I, I get that end of it, and, and I usually don't like changing rules in the middle of season two. I'm all for that you know, arrangement. But this isn't something that I feel like 
should really cause that much backlash. You're always going to have somebody out there that's going to bitch and moan about it and say, oh, well, I, if I would have known I would have had this, I would have won my matches. No, you wouldn't have. Maybe you would have, but you can't sit there and, and flat out say, yes, you would have. So, I, you know, I don't want to hear that crap either. But if it, if it needs to wait until next year, then it waits until next year. So be it. But I don't think it's a, a matter of mismanaging my team. I can't help that my players got injured and that guys go on the DL. We have two DL spots, and they're already taken up. I did the next best thing, and I dropped Glenn Perkins because he's out indefinitely. He didn't do anything, and he's pretty much Dexter Fallard in my lifetime right now. So, you know, kick him to the curb, goodbye. Um, <laughs> All right. Of course, Fowler is completely proving me wrong and having a monster start to the season. But Unfortunately, yes, yes, yes he is. <laughs> so. so uh, All right. Well, break up yeah, my doll for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I get you. Something I, to think about. I mean, if we already have the other rules that that limit the the negative aspect of having more pickups, you know, people are going to stream hitters at that point. But so what? You know, we, you could pick up a hitter, they could go over four, and then you burn that pickup on that guy, and then either you keep them. Or you you just throw them back into the waiver wire. If you're looking for a, a random Monday or Thursday fill-in for one of the off days, you know, okay, great. You know, you, you hope that you get a guy that starts and that he does something. Yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, it, it, it's up for vote. We'll, uh, we're still waiting for two other people to vote because it's not decided right now. Like, it could swing both ways at this point. Uh, keep it a five, move it to seven. So well, right now, are five we going to move it now, or are we going to let it ride until next season? I that's, that's the other thing. We'd have to almost do a second vote. If it, if it votes, if it votes in favor of changing it, then I think we need to do a second vote. Yeah, well, I might think I, about I, it, but I'm going to have to get people to respond a little faster than than what it is. So. Well, well, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to figure out how to so, do that. I don't know. I don't know. The problem is with the ESPN votes. I can't tell who's voted and who hasn't. So, yeah. All right, man. Well, let's let's close out the show here. Got a few few fan questions here, um, and pull these up for you. Where are they go? All right. So. The first question is rank these three Seeger, Franco, and Sano. And I'm going to guess that that's Kyle Seeger since they're talking about third well, baseman. All third well, baseman if you're counting Sano as third base, which in Yahoo I think he still does have eligibility. Uh, he does, yeah, he does in, I think he doesn't. Fan tracks as well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, fan tracks is weird as well. Um, but I yeah, think that's so, where I first noticed it. Um, so I, I, I kind of like. I definitely like Seager first. I don't think it's either of the other guys are ahead of him just yet. Um, I think I'm going Seager, Sano, Franco, but it's it's really tight between 
Sano and Franco. I, I love Franco's upside, but kind of gotten off to a bit of a slower start than anticipated. So, well, Sano has too, but yeah, I'm going to see your Sano Franco. I am actually going to go Franco, Seeger, and Sano. Um, okay. I just I like the outside that Franco shows. I know he's in a worse lineup, but I, maybe I'm bored with Seeger's 25 home runs the last three years or whatever craziest, craziest craziness it is. But I, I like Franco. I think Franco can ultimately be the, the better player here. So the next question is, and the last one, is pick up Nick Castellanos and drop your boy Harrison Uh, from Pittsburgh. uh, I got to look and and see what what, uh, Nicky C's been doing. I have not followed him. I did like him a few years back when he was coming up. and I do like his upside, but eh, I love Harrison, though. I, I mean, that, that's tough for me. I mean, I, I think based on the stats, though, you got to do it. The only thing that, that Cassianos isn't isn't providing is stolen bases. Um, mm-hmm. 357, seven runs and eight RBIs and, and two dingers. Um that's that's tough to argue with um, production-wise. You know, when you're looking at Harrison, yeah, he adds second base and outfield eligibility, but his average is, you know, 70 points lower. He's only got five runs, uh, no homers. RBIs are right, right about the same, but he's got three stolen bases. So I, I almost think it depends on which category you need help in. And if you're in an average or, you know, OPS and, and or OBP league, I'm, I'm definitely liking Cassianos over him. Yeah, I do too. I think I'm, I'm picking Cassianos right now. I figure, like, you know, these, these are two guys that you can probably add and drop all season long. I just don't think they're going to be, you know, huge critical pieces to your team, maybe in brief stints. But you know, I think I think they're both safe to to drop if you know at, at any time of the season. Um, so yeah, that's that's our take. So we both agree. Pick up Cassianos. Yeah. Um, and you actually have one here randomly. What league is this? Someone yeah, Carlos this is, Gomez. I I just noticed this in my um, the pitcher heavy league. Um, that's now surprisingly much more evened out and possibly swayed more towards batters. Um, so, again, just a short summary. we The pitchers outscored and dominated the league. People bitched about it because everybody just drafted pitchers with the first, like, two rounds, three rounds, so there was nobody left. Um, so to counteract it, we upped – Running back, or running back. Yeah, we we upped our running back ones, um, our our RBIs and our runs by one point, um, or from one point to two points total, and uh, it's it's definitely evened it out. So somebody just dropped um, Carlos Gomez 
and he's sitting out there on waivers right now. And I'm debating on dropping. I mean, my it would all depend on who drop, but I think you got to take a drop. chance on this guy. Yeah, I mean, I've got um, right now. I've got the most points in the league, um, but I'm in third place because I lost my first matchup by stupidity of mismanagement and not knowing how many pitchers I had going. Picked up an extra guy and got hit with uh, losing the whopping three-point start I got from Odorizzi on the first Sunday uh, and kept the negative one start from the guy that I picked up in uh, Martin Perez or something terrible. So I lost three points, and uh, I lost my matchup by two points. So that was fantastic. But I, I, I'm looking at dropping the the pitcher that I picked up to stream today, who also got me negative three points, uh, Alex Wood against his old team. Horrible pickup. Um so I, I don't have any problems dropping Alex Wood to go and get Gomez. Assuming I get him. I'm the seventh pick on the waiver wire. But yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd I'd probably take the plunge and do that. I think that's worth it. And it doesn't sound I mean, like my, you'd really be streaming anyway in that league right now. No. I, I mean, I, I have enough. I think I'll need one more start this week. Um I'm not too worried about it, though. I've got – I'm still sitting on Chapman, you know, in his suspension. I've got Boxberger on the DL, and then I've got Osuna and Nate Jones as my two relief pitchers right now. So Jones has been interchanged with a couple of different guys, too. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the trigger. I don't see why not. Worst case, I leave him on the bench as he, like, continues to suck, and then once he starts turning around, I'll plug him back in. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely think it's worth it. So, you know. All right, cool. Yep, all right, Billy man. Ham- Billy Hamilton is also a free agent in that league. Yeah, he he's still there. Um, yeah. You can see how much I like Billy Hamilton and his, and his 150 <laughs> batting average or whatever stupidity. Yeah. It is. Hi, man. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, good show. I enjoyed it, and thanks to Rob for coming on and giving some waiver wire talk, um, waiver wire advice, I mean. And we will see you all next week. All right. Have a good one.